y'all. Welcome to Preaching to the Choir podcast with your host, me, Jen Randall. Today, we are traveling to the Hoosier State. We're going to go to Indiana. I'm actually from there, guys. Did you know that? I was born there? <laughs> and we are going to talk with my new friend, Mr. Brad Gardner. He is at Franklin Central High School. So he does FC Singers. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about concert choir. And we're going to talk about COVID and how Indiana as a whole and his school specifically is handling everything going on this year and this season. So please enjoy my conversation with my new friend, Mr. Brad Gardner. I have a question for you. Sure, yeah. Your theme song. Who did your theme song? I hey, love it so much. Good question. Um, Alex Hall, who's an Indiana kid. Uh, I thought it might have been that. Alex. Yes. He um he went through and I texted him when I knew I was gonna do this and I was like, Hey, will you write me a theme song? And he was like, Yeah, I'll think about it. I swear to you, like ninety seconds later, he sent me a voice memo where he was like, do 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 I breached it and like synced. I was like, Well, yeah, that would that would be great. Like just that. That's the song. And then yeah, he just wrote cool. it. <laughs> It is so cute. And I, I'm always, well, I'm listening to your podcast while at the gym. Yes. And then I, I leave the gym singing. Yes. Song, it gets so. stuck in your head, right? It's such a, it's thank such you a for good that, little Alex. pop. You're welcome. And thank you for asking. So I can give Alex props for that. But, but let's, let's start by talking a little bit about, well, first of all, you're at Franklin Central. Yes. Which is um, a suburb, right? I mean, that would be fair to say of Indianapolis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Franklin Township is on the southeast side of Indianapolis. I love yeah, how we're kind of in the townships, by the way. I feel like nowhere else yeah. does that. It's so cute. <laughs> it's the township <laughs> <Yeah>. of <laughs> school district township. Same mm-hmm. thing. Yes, we're the, we're the southeast corner. And Frank, from my memory, I mean, again, I'm not my show choir universe is more the plain states, and I think that Ohio and Indiana and and Illinois, especially, are kind of more of one you know, Midwestern area, and then you get Nebraska, Iowa, Minnesota are kind of in their own, not that they're separate, but we just don't compete against each other a ton. So I don't have a whole lot of knowledge of like what your circuit looks like, but I feel like Franklin Central has been around for a very long time as a show choir. Yeah, we're old. You know, I don't even know exactly how old our choir is because I'm, uh, there's been so many people before me. Yeah. Um, but I think we're a little over 50 years old. I think I so too, wrong. based on my knowledge. Yeah. It's... I could be wrong about that. At one point I asked around and, and then I think I realized that I missed the 50th anniversary. Oh, and so I've just blocked it out like, oh, I should have done something. And now I don't even know anymore. You should just make up a new anniversary date and be like, oh, it's this year, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> next year next year we'll call it the 55 I don't know that's, that's right or you could just start over because this year was so weird and be like it's the first anniversary again guys we're just <laughs> going back around no, the horn <laughs> can we all do that can we all just call next year our wouldn't first that year? be great and just start from scratch um yes. but yeah i mean when i think about indianapolis show choirs specifically that area that's that's a lot of like really old school groups that have been around a very long time certainly since the 70s in most cases for a lot of those schools um oh yeah and so how long have you been at franklin central this is uh, my fifteenth year, I think. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, fifteenth. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> we'll get to like the... how you got there in a bit, in a minute, but I mean, so this is you've been there a long time. You have a lot of knowledge of how it's worked in the past. So let's jump right now into COVID moment, and let's talk sure. about how what you're doing this year is different from what you've done in the past fifteen years. So oh, it's all exactly the same. Is it? You oh, you're just competing about? with I, the band. I didn't even notice. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, you know, it's totally different. So we're um, cohorted um, and hybrid. Okay. Uh, so I see my kids two days a week live, three days a mm-hmm. week virtual. Um, okay. Which I think a lot of people are And is kind it of in the all same boat. of them at the same time, though? Or it's no. like the alpha is split or something yeah. like that? Yeah, so they're cohorted. The first half of the alphabet I see okay. Monday, Wednesday, and the last half I see Tuesday, Thursday. And then okay. no one's at school on Friday. Gotcha. Okay, so they're hybrid. So have you had any sort of rehearsal even outside the school day where you've had all of them ever this year? Yeah, so we've been able to do after-school rehearsals once we got back in and going with um, show choir stuff. Okay, okay. uh, Which has been really, really great. Our administration has been very supportive of um, letting us do things, and we've been under different... um, restrictions yeah. um, but we've been have we figured out a lot of workarounds we did our um you know whole fall concert where we were everyone was masked and 10 feet apart yep. and we still pulled off a concert yep. and that was really fun and interesting and um we're able to um thanks to our supportive administration we're able to actually start working toward going out to competitions nice. so we're mm-hmm. get we're getting there and working mm-hmm. on it mm-hmm. well and it again it changes so fast right now it's like every week it's fine or it's not fine or it's you know i mean like or something else changes so that i mean it does make it hard to plan that's for darn sure oh Um, yeah and we've been through all of it where we were you know full virtual the end of mm -hmm. last year and Mm -hmm. then started this year uh hybrid which we found out like right before that we were starting hybrid and of course we you know went full virtual again for a little while Mm -hmm. and back to hybrid and Mm -hmm. so you know just like everyone else i've changed my entire format of teaching like yes. seven different times now <laughs> and, and all you can do there's no way around that <laughs> yeah it's you know it's exciting it's super fun um for you were talking about competitions are you um do you have anything that you're hosting yourself or are you guys yeah okay. we are currently a go um all right with our contest which is at the end of February. Okay. Um, and we've changed our format to, I think, what a lot of people are doing, where it's kind of a school comes in in one block and mm-hmm. performs with all of their choirs and then leaves mm-hmm. to keep. Mm-hmm. Um, and minimal audience will be at whatever our yeah. current current restriction is for audience capacity and social distancing, and we'll be everyone will be masked the entire time they're in the building. And Good. Yeah. Basically, one, one school will never see any other school while there so there's no crossover which is uh, you know sad for uh you know that's the half the fun of doing competitions yeah this whole community i mean you uh, get it it's the six of one half a dozen thing at this point where it's like you're either having it and this is how we're having it or you're not having it at all i mean like we can't we can't just be like well i'm gonna do whatever i want i um have heard that there are a couple different schools around the country um, I won't name check them and be that person here, but where they're they're hosting and they're not even requiring the groups on stage to wear masks. It's up to them. And oh, yeah. that is, I'll be honest with you, terrifying to me. Like, that well, just and, you know, doesn't make in, a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. In Indianapolis, we're in Marion County and we have our own rules there. So we have to we're following all of the gathering rules for mm-hmm. Marion County. And even if it's not a hard and fast rule that for some reason you could gather in large groups indoors without masks in your county, I mean, you know, maybe just still, do it anyway. Still probably a good idea. Just a yeah, thought. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, in Indiana, you get a little bit outside of Indianapolis, and it's, it's a different. total different thing. And I don't know, maybe that's changed more recently since all the rural areas have been hit even harder. But it's, you know, you go a little bit outside and you're like, where 
Where are the masks? Mm, Texas was that way for a long, long time. It's a little better now, like you said, since I think once El Paso got hit really hard in Texas, that was kind of everybody's like, oh, okay, well, maybe we should just all do it then kind of a moment. But yeah, oh, it took a lot of months. You would leave the metro area and it'd be like, well, (laughs) crapshoot, we'll see. (laughs) Who knows? Um, Well, I'm glad that you are able to still... Do something and safely, because I know that that's obviously been a big issue for a lot of schools is that that's our main source of funding, too. And, you know, you probably got to have yours yeah. last year based on the timeline of yours. We yeah, we were lucky. We got ours in. That's before good. Everything shut down. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. And we were <laughs> we were and my kids were coming into the building when we heard that we were getting shut down and we were like, get out. <laughs> uh, so we had about. 15 minutes of I was like we're gonna take the 15 minutes that we would have prepped to start rehearsal and we're just gonna talk it out and it was a very very bittersweet Mm -hmm. moment of a lot of you know laughter through tears and sent them out the door and we didn't know what was happening but that was the end of our season oh yeah I mean that was such the weirdest part about last spring was that you know I think we all left thinking okay a couple weeks you know, yeah. and yeah. <laughs> I remember that feeling of being at home in the, at the end of the couple of weeks and they were like, we're going to be out through April. And we were like, yeah. oh, OK. I remember when when we were told we'd be we'd be back by Easter. <laughs> right. Oh, life will be back. To Everything will by be Easter. fine. By Easter. That seems hysterical to me now thinking. About Doesn't it? Like, yeah. Not even close. I mean, we won't even be back by this Easter. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were totally wrong about that. Well, totally I'm, wrong. OK, so let's move on from our covid discussion here, because I definitely don't ever want these podcasts to be all about covid, even though it's happening right now. It's good for posterity to talk about. But let's talk about. Well, yeah, and, you know, I, you know, and listening to a couple of the other shows, it's nice to hear that other people are going it through is. the same thing and how they're how they're dealing with it. So mm-hmm. it's. It's good to hear that. I think it's an important thing to hit, but I definitely want to hear about, like, you know, like the rest of your life. So tell us about how you came to be at Franklin Central. What was your path to becoming a choir and show choir professional? Um, well, I don't know how. Let's. Okay. You can go back to diapers. I mean, just wherever. (laughs) Let's say I grew up in um, Washington Township. Okay. Townships again, which is on the north side of Indianapolis. And that's actually where North Central High School is. Yes. And um, I so they have a Washington Township has a great performing arts program the whole way through. Um, I did. I actually was a string player mm-hmm. i played string bass and did orchestra oh wow up until all the way through high school and then in like my junior year of high school i became friends with a bunch of choir people through doing a theater production and i realized these people are having so much more fun than i am <laughs> i found my people i found my people finally and i was like this is the ticket <laughs> I, all along i thought they were so weird and turns I out i like it I, when you actually hang out with them, they're amazing people. So <laughs> then I realized I need to be doing this choir thing. This mm-hmm. is where it's at. Switched my senior year to doing choir and okay. got into uh, North Central Counterpoints. Oh, and yes. I never, never done choir before that. So my senior year of high school, I did it. And I was like, this is where it's at. And I loved it. And I fell in love with choir and um, started thinking this might be something that I want to go into. But yeah. I didn't really know. Went to college for a year and explored other things that I was interested in and had a year without music, which was like the worst oh, mm-hmm. year of my life. I don't know if but many other learned. musicians mm-hmm. yeah, have, mm-hmm. have experienced that, but holy moly, that just told me right there, like, oh yes, you need to be. Solidifies it. You have to be doing music. Absolutely. So I was like, yeah, let's think about this music ed thing. I had some thoughts about it. And so I just ended up being like, okay, I'm going to IU. 
I am going to Indiana University. Yeah. I'm going to be studying music there, music ed. And I just went and showed up and um, started taking classes and, and then later auditioned and got it. I was going to say, like, I mean, you know, not the right way. No, I was just like, how did you even I mean, like when most people think I'm going to go to school for music, they don't go. I'm going to go to the number one school for music in the entire country and just show up and do it. Like, <laughs> Oh, and I did. And I just showed up and was like, I'm taking these classes and studying music ed. And they were like, OK, but you do have to audition. You're not at some in, point. sir. Yeah. Yeah. So then later I auditioned and got in. But uh. that's just kind of how yeah and then when you so you were playing bass like you said up until your senior year okay first of all have to ask that's a giant instrument did you drive a minivan in high school no (laughs) well my first car was a a truck there you go f-150 uh extended cab four door because that thing would just slide right in exactly before that i drove all kinds of other vehicles they will you'd be surprised how many vehicles a string bass will fit into i I am surprised by that because i remember i had a good friend who played it in high school and he drove a minivan because it was like that was the easiest way to get it like in and out and we used Mm. to tease him mercilessly and then he played for like the boston symphony orchestra for years so jokes on us i guess but like it was (laughs) yeah yeah. i never got to that no well i I mean i was gonna say he never crossed over to choir land that's why if he had then he would have quit he doesn't for sure he doesn't even know what he's missing you know boston symphony (laughs) orchestra or iu has um a collegiate show choir performance choir correct did were you a part of that while you were there Yes, the Singing Hoosiers. That's right, and Singing I was Hoosiers. definitely a member of Singing Hoosiers, and it was yes. so, so, so fun. The Hoosier, okay, so everyone from Indiana. I was going to say, I was born in Hoosier. Indiana, so I know. But... I know you were, and I know you know this, but yes. maybe your listeners They don't. do not, we are for the, sure. We are the Hoosier state, and everyone in Indiana is proud to be a Hoosier. Yes. But in some other states, it's like it's like a derogative yeah. word to talk about hillbillies, mm-hmm. and, and we don't like that. No, and I was that's a not nice. singing Hoosier. And I'm proud of it and had a blast being in that group. If you have never seen the movie Hoosiers, everyone should go see that. It really like spikes your like like understanding and the like the heartfeltness of being a Hoosier. As someone who spent a lot of years in Nebraska and and technically count myself as a Nebraskan, we have that with the Cornhuskers. You know, like being a Husker is like everybody wants to be a Husker. You know, roots for them whether you went to college there or not. But if you're not from Nebraska, it feels a little bit, like you said, like... Well, at least with a Cornhusker, you know what that means. I think most <laughs> Indi- people from Indiana, including myself, there's like five different versions of what yeah. even the word Hoosier yeah. could mean. So none of us really know. We just... Okay, we, you need to we... tell us then what you think Hoosier means. And then I will fact check you. No, I'm just kidding. I won't fact check you. Oh my gosh. Please don't quiz me <laughs> on won't. that. Because I would be totally wrong. <laughs> Other than a resident of Indiana. Well, guys, I will I Google know. it and I will put it in the in the program notes for you. So if anybody Please wants to do. know what a Hoosier actually is. But OK, so you did singing Hoosiers. And then did you guys travel a lot with that? Tell me a little bit about what that experience is like. Because a lot yeah, of people they... didn't have collegiate show choir experience. Yeah. So, um, I, I mean, it's a it's a different kind of show choir. It's yeah. uh, it, you know, it came out really early in the whole show choir mm-hmm. thing. And then show choir evolved and it kind of just stood still as what Mm -hmm. it was um, for a long, 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 long time. And Mm -hmm. I was still part of it when it was still very much unevolved. Um, But amazing. It was, I had a blast doing that. Sorry. What was your question about? Well, I was just asking like, did you guys travel? Did you like, like, what was it like being in it? Yeah, we, we traveled. We did some, um, some touring. Uh, I did a couple of them to different parts of the United States, Mm -hmm. Um, but they've traveled internationally as well. And, 
all over the world. so rare. I mean, that's, I mean, to have one even no, in whatever version it's like, because Nebraska had Scarlet and Cream, which was similar to the Singing Hoosiers uh, for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then they started Big Red Singers. Um, well, I, my senior year, like I was part of the group of kids that started that, which is more of a traditional show choir, but it's pretty rare. You don't see that a lot in college level. So when you yeah. got out of school, what was your first job? So, uh, Franklin Central is actually my first first never real right. gig where yeah. I taught. But my I, my job, my path to Franklin Central mm-hmm. was interesting. Mm-hmm. So I um, was uh, finishing school over the summer because yep. you know music ed you you totally. it never just happens during fall and spring. It's <laughs> no. your whole life and <laughs> it's gonna take you five know, years. Sometimes sometimes five years yep. or more. Um, so anyway, I was finishing up over the summer while job interviewing. And it was just one of those weird years where in Indiana, there were tons of job openings. And so I was interviewing all over the place and um, had tons and tons and tons of interviews, which was wonderful, but it was just because there were tons of jobs open. Right. Um, And uh, I would get an offer here and I'd be like, oh my gosh, this is wonderful. But it's like way out in the middle of nowhere and I'm not very interested in it and then Mm -hmm. I'd have another interview lined up and I'd be get an offer there and I'm like well that's closer to Indianapolis where I want to be and so I would say no to the one and say hold on on the next and it just kept happening and I I just kept getting closer and closer and closer and closer to Indianapolis (laughs) and then I finally got an offer in Indianapolis at Roncalli High School which is a private Catholic school in Mm -hmm. Indianapolis yes so they have made uh, national news recently a couple times over for firing gay teachers um, and counselors. So re- rewind to me in what was this, 2006, seven, something like that. Um, and I got hired on to be the choir director there and was like, yay, Rob, this is wonderful. I'm going to be teaching at Ron Colley. It's in Indianapolis. They have a uh, show choir and this is great first right. job I'm so excited and I'm in the city that I wanted to be in and I was in there for a, like a week moving things into my choir room etc and then I got called into the principal's office and fired for being gay oh my gosh yes truly? yes truly yeah so it never happened. I never actually was the choir director at Ron College. Yeah, you don't write that down on the paper on the resume now. <laughs> no, well, no, no. That's you don't lead with that. No. But, so while I was in, before getting fired from there, mm-hmm. I put that in scare quotes because mm-hmm. apparently I was never actually hired. Is how that happened. That I, I'm sure was, that's how the paperwork looks. Yes. It was like I signed the contract. No one else right. did. So okay. It was. I guess, I guess I was just never actually legally hired there. Um, so, <laughs> but your stuff was but, there. <laughs> yeah, but I was I had keys and was moving in and everything. Uh, so anywho, uh, mm. while I was thought I was working there right. before getting fired. So you've turned down everything else. <laughs> I've turned down all of these other potential offers mm-hmm. and like burned bridges all the way across the state of Indiana. And I, um, while I'm at Roncalli, you know, setting up my classroom and whatnot, uh, they call Franklin central calls me and says, Hey, we'd love to have you come in for an interview. And I was like, I got to stop. I get like, we're getting close to the start of the school year. Mm -hmm. I've got to stop this. You know, I can't be bouncing around everywhere. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, but I've accepted this position and I've got to say no. And then I got fired and then promptly called Franklin central and said, Hey, can I come in for that interview? You asked me about that. I said no to, and they said yes. And 
luckily I got it. That's... And it was like, wow. I, and it was right at the end of the summer. It was crazy. It was like a couple weeks before school started and I got in and thank like, thank God, just goodness. fell absolutely yes. backwards into this job through oh. some kind of miracle that I couldn't see at the time. And it looks like it has been a good fit then, because again, you've been there for 15 years. So obviously yeah, it's the right been thing. there for 15 years. Yeah. And then, you know, you, you know, a couple years in, I was like, this is the place I want to be for yeah. my whole life. I want to retire from here and oh, I love, love this that. program. And yes. And that, I mean, when you, when you get into a situation like that, where you just really feel like it's a good fit, I mean, I, I think that's, I think that's hard to find off the bat. I think when people graduate right away, they don't always fall into that job immediately. So that's very yeah. cool that you had that opt or opportunity to do it. But then like you kind of got to grow with them, you know, I mean, that's, yeah. that's the neat part about that. Like you yeah. 22, 23 and like you get to grow with them. I, I love that. I love that kind of stuff when that works for people. That's pretty awesome. Well, when you started doing the show choir stuff there, you would have had a little bit of experience, obviously, because you did do singing Hoosiers and you did do counterpoints and all of that. But um, like, tell me about those first few years. And like, they had already been competing quite a bit by then. I mean, they've been doing it for years yeah. competitively, right? Yeah. Franklin Central was, was competitive and had a big program and mm -hmm. um, was doing great things. Our school was um, just starting to really grow a whole bunch. Sure. We're in an area that's just a lot of um, uh, very suburban, lots of neighborhoods popping up. And at that time, things were just starting to boom. Mm -hmm. So our school was getting a lot bigger. Mm -hmm. Our school population was getting bigger and mm -hmm. our Therefore, our choir program was growing. Right. Um, but it was, I don't know, I think when I started, it was maybe like 180 kids in the entire program or were so. Were you the which only person of... there at that time, or do you have an assistant still at that time? No, there were two of us. Okay. So Bill, yeah. Bill Griffel was um, okay. the director of um, FC Singers and the, the choir Got director it. that was there, and I came in as, as an assistant. <clears throat> and actually, Jen Dice at Center Grove uh, she was yeah. the person who was there before me. So oh. she was the assistant at at Franklin Central prior to me. And she yep. started our women's show, Choir High Voltage. Oh, so, yeah. okay. Now I work with two wonderful directors, Andrew Knopp and Jared Yoder. And they are just fantastic to work with. And um, I'm so fortunate to have them. Yeah, so anyway, it was a, it was a well-established program. Great booster organization, um, you know. Uh, doing wonderful things, successful, mm -hmm. and I got to come in and be a part of it and help make it grow to even bigger. I mean, that's nice, too, if especially you're right out of college. If you're in a situation where you're not having to reinvent the wheel for somebody, oh, or yeah. you're, I mean, that's, ooh, that's a whole different thing. You know? Oh, yeah. Well, and, you know, I, I did uh, show choir for one year in high school right so i was absolutely still clueless i don't even know how it all worked <laughs> um and then did you know collegiate concert choir and studied music ed but the, as we all know that doesn't prepare you to actually no. be doing it for real no. in the classroom or running a program let alone mm -hmm. you know um so those first couple of years i i uh was very clueless and you know just stabbing in the dark i always My, wonder if other majors have that big of a gap like we do where you get out of school after having done all of this work and you go to your job and you're like well this is nothing this i did nothing for four or five years <laughs> like what is this is unrelated like do other majors yeah. feel that is that just music i don't know but i that is everyone's story <laughs> i don't know but it's it's so true of us and and as some programs are really great about giving their their 
students' classroom experience. And, I, you know, mm-hmm. I definitely had some of that. And I student taught and yeah. all of that. But it just none of it prepares you Mm-mm. for what it is to be really Mm-mm. doing it. You just learn by being thrown in. I mean, I think everyone's first two years is ever every interview I've ever done. Everybody's like, well, then there was the first two years. And they were like, no one wants to talk about it. Everybody's like, you were just walking around in the dark, bumping into things, basically, for two years. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And then... Just making the worst mistakes, praying that yes! I didn't ruin, yes! ruin this program that I got to be a part of. Gosh, I just I try not to think back too much on all the things that. I did at that time too, but you know, I mean, yeah. And I'm grateful that I had that time. And for me, it was at a different school. I was at a, like I taught for two years somewhere and then I moved some, you know, like, so that so was, you, so you got to be somewhere and screw it up really I bad. I did. And I leave. ran it into the ground, just ruined it completely. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, that's, I have no idea where that is. I hope that honestly, well, I will tell you guys, it's, it's Ashland Greenwood uh, school district in uh, Nebraska, which is kind of, it's a it's an interesting area because it's not really rural, but it is. It's directly between mm-hmm. Lincoln and Omaha, so it's kind of in that like metropolitan area that is Lincoln and Omaha. But, uh, but it's a small district. It's a small school district, and I was so excited when I got that job because it was only six through twelve, only vocal music. And mm. I mean, I would assume Indiana and in the more rural areas is similar, but like if you can get a job that is not K twelve and isn't vocal and instrumental, like when you first get out of college, I mean, like. Oh, sure. That's great. And we're talking about, like, this is, I graduated in 03 from college. So, like, we're talking about almost 20 years ago now where there were fewer large schools to be in. Just like how you were talking about, you turning down these jobs, hoping you can get closer to, I mean, that was the same. My husband was still going to school. We needed to be on that side of the state where all the metropolitan stuff was. So, um, like, I learned so much in that job, though. I mean, like, I'm super grateful for it. And honestly, I don't think I ran it into the ground. I'm harder on myself than, you know how it is. You're harder on yourself <laughs> than anybody else is on you. But, yes. um, and actually, one of my former students there is um, a band director at a different school in the area now. Um, and, of course, I was only, like, four years older than them at the time, five years older. But in my mind, I feel like I'm so much older than him. Anyway, he is their school's pit band director for their competitive show choir. So he and I bump mm. into each other at contests quite a bit. And he he has no memory of it being as terrible as in my mind I remember <laughs> it being. So. so you were presenting like you had it all together. So I really apparently thought I had it. I mean, I was my nickname in student teaching was student teacher know-it-all. So I really was ah. pretty sure I knew everything at that age. And then of course. those two years kicked me in the butt where I was like, oh, yes. I don't know what I'm doing at all. <laughs> yes. It teaches you to realize you know absolutely But that's nothing. good. I think when you run into people who don't feel like they've ever had that reckoning, that concerns me. Like, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, yeah, I don't have a problem if you had a couple of years where you were kind of a disaster in your own mind. Great. Great. You probably learned some stuff. But if you're walking yeah. around here at like 28, fifth year of teaching, still real sure you know everything. Mm, yeah. Probably well, screwing something up somewhere. <laughs> I think if at any point you feel like, you oh, yeah, you're probably probably really screwed. Yes. But I think everyone's got to have that early reckoning, I guess, is my point. But yes, oh, yeah. How definitely. often do you walk? I mean, we have so many people who listen to this that are young teachers and those in college. Like, I mean, how often do you feel you for sure know what's happening and you have gotten it figured out and you are perfectly on track? No, hardly ever. Literally ever. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. You know, but mm-hmm. don't tell anyone that. Well, oh, but... gosh, are we <laughs> recording this? But everyone feels that way. That's the thing I yes. think not always – college kids don't always understand or young teachers don't always understand. We all feel like this. Like, Oh, yeah. I'm 40 and I've been doing this for 18 years and I still am like, hmm. Well, and so like 
even even this year with the whole COVID thing, I feel like I'm thrown back into yes. those first two years where I'm like, I'm I'm trying new things all over yes. again, and I'm diving into this experience where I have no idea if it's going to succeed, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to, again, stab in the dark mm-hmm. at how to teach in this process that I don't understand and pray that it works and fake it till I make it and present confidence until something happens. Yeah, because um, that's all and- you can do. Yeah, but I mean, it, it, this, you know, I, I hadn't felt like that in a long time Yes, where I felt just like absolutely like I don't know what I'm doing. And here we are. Mm-hmm. It's happening this year mm-hmm. again. And um, but it's it's working. I think we're making it work because well, there's a difference between that healthy fear of not knowing what's going on, which is like the learning mindset and then really not knowing what's going on, which yeah. is how we all feel this year. I mean, you're just. Yeah grasping at straws everybody is and not again that doesn't mean you're not doing your job well that just means this is i hate the word unprecedented but like we're in their <laughs> unprecedented times i mean it's just never yeah. been like this before it probably hopefully won't be like this again so you know it's it's gonna be a weird year and possibly too i think the fact that all of us are like it'll be fine next year i mean oh. friends we don't I mean, know let's that. hope <laughs> I've given up uh, on making expectations of, of anything. Yeah. Know? And long-term planning. I mean, it's good to have a shell of a plan, but at this point it's kind of yes. like, well, we'll see in two months where we are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to make the best of it right now. Well, and we're going to hope for the best. So the creative team that's involved, especially let's talk about with FC singers is um, like for choreography and arranging. Is that the same people yeah. that you had when you started there or has that changed uh, over time? So we work with um, our choreographers now are Jared Voss and Tori Brendis. Love, Love Jared and Tori, yes. Them. Mm-hmm. Love them so much. Um, and to- uh, Jared has been with Franklin Central since before I actually taught there. Yeah. He did some work with our middle schools randomly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, when our women's group, High Voltage, was created, he came in and did part of their shows and then I came in as the director of the of the women's group high voltage yeah and so I had Jared doing half of my show and then when I moved up to or moved over to FC singers um Jared came with me right and now Jared and Tori are doing um everything for us I'm loving what I them as a duo is just it's such a I mean I've Jared and I go way back to like you know mid-2000s as well but like seeing what they're doing together i really have Mm -hmm. enjoyed watching what that looks like yes it's it's wonderful and the process is wonderful and the the creativity that they you know spark in each other great co-conspirators for sure Mm -hmm. oh co-conspirators all the way (laughs) yeah that's a great that's the only way to describe it (laughs) yeah i love it i and i love the um that it's a that, that it's the two of them and that, you know, Jared can, for at least our mixed groups, Jared can focus on the guys end of things and yeah. Tori focuses on the girls end of things. And it, it just adds so much texture that it does. wasn't there before. Yes. I mean, Jared was always absolutely amazing. But right. now that they have this partnership, it's really It's a neat really extra wonderful. level of it for sure. And then who does your mm-hmm. guys' arranging for you? Garrett Breeze does oh, our yeah. arranging mm-hmm. and he is wonderful as well. Love him. He, okay. So funny story. Garrett and I grew up together. He's a little younger than me. Really? We, yeah, we went to through the same schools, and he, um, we went to church together. And I actually used to babysit him <gasps> when he was younger. So we've I known each love other it. forever. <laughs> yes, yeah. We all and he was, you know, he's a uh, trombone 
player. And so he yes. did all the band stuff and mm-hmm. I was in orchestra and some of the jazz bands. And so like we have a lot of uh, very similar upbringing through all the same schools and even some of the same uh, groups. And then he did show band for yeah. uh, counterpoints and, mm-hmm. and is now doing tons of amazing arranging all over the place. Yeah, he, I'll, I'll pop his link in the comments here, but I'm pretty sure off the top of my head it's Breeze Tunes, unless I've forgotten that, if you yeah. guys want to go check them out. Um, but yeah, I have that with um, that same thing with, well, not literally that same thing, but I, like Ben Eklund, I've known him since he was like 12 because I went to University uh, of Nebraska and his dad was my choir director there, Dr. Pete Eklund. Right. So, um, so yeah, I've, a lot of lot of those moments where you're like oh I remember and oh you know and now they're like a fully grown adult who works with you which is really kind of fun his (laughs) wife actually uh is a former student of mine she's one of my Texas kids um Melissa is oh really her yes um she was in my very first show choir here in Texas when we started it there so we call her the choreographess she was like that kid in the group who like we just go, we need something here. Can you just make something up? Like she was that kid at that time. So, Oh, wow. That is so funny. Yes. She's a, isn't it? I love that stuff. I love when you can go, Oh, I've known you since blah, blah, blah. Doran Johnson. And I will go back and talk about stuff. He remembers this is, this is actually in my book. And I think I say that it's him. Maybe I don't actually, I don't think I do. I'm going to tell y'all this is, this is about Doran. Um, I uh, was in college and he was hosting his first or second year of the, invite that he hosted in nebraska or that he still hosts in nebraska that was the very first one in nebraska so it was you know a big deal and um i was in college and i remember my brother was in our high school group he was competing show gets done my brother's group wins that was really exciting but i was there like as a geek of like what was happening like hosting and like having your own group and i was so that kid couldn't wait to have that and i went up to doran like at the end of the competition day so we all know what that's like you're hosting it's the end of the day what do you feel like at the end of the day when you've hosted like like i got hit by a truck yeah do you want to talk to a 20 year old who's like talking so quickly she's like on speed no no no, you don't so i went up to doran and i was like hi i'm jen randall i wanted to well not jen randall i wasn't married yet but like hey i wanted to, i want to do this for a living and i had like 400 questions that i just like rapid fired at him and he was like okay we we can talk sometime and then he just like walked <laughs> away from me it was the first time yes. i ever had him that is, which i would have done that, that is the too. correct response at that <laughs> the correct time response yes. is, after after hosting a competition. Walk away. And this was yeah. the first, that was the first First year time. Of it? Yeah, that was the oh first or gosh. second year that it had ever happened. Maybe second. He probably but, couldn't yeah. even see you or process that you were a human. He has no memory of this event. He and I are very good friends now, sure. but he has no memory yeah. of this, which is great. Thank God. I don't think we would be friends if he'd had memory of that. Yes. But um, but yeah, it was, I was like, well, I'm so glad you don't remember that time of, of me being just, again, <laughs> that person who was an idiot. So yeah. <laughs> I should, that's my most embarrassing moment. We're going to talk about yours in a second, but. Oh, um, <laughs> want to talk about indiana choir a little bit um indiana of course is one of those states where uh i think concert choir is you know just like iowa is similar to that too where we think about really great concert choir sound and especially because of iu i think that a lot of us you know attach that to that um what is you know what is it like teaching choral music in indiana um talk a little bit about maybe professional resources that you use what's your imea like those sorts of things Sure. Um, well, I I am not great at the professional organizations. I think I'm. I, I think That's a lot of us show choir people show choir. are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. are a, we kind of are sometimes stay outside mm-hmm. of um, the loop, and I'm definitely one of those people. And that's a. I feel bad about it, but I also feel like I get everything that I need. My tank gets filled, and my and my 
community that mm-hmm. I go to and my resources, I mostly get through Show Choir Camps of America, yeah. which is, provides me with almost everything I need. And not as, you know, not as much concert choir stuff, but by mm-hmm. the people that I know and interact yes. with when I'm there, I get everything that I need. Which is largely what conventions are about, I feel like. I mean, yeah. I, se- sessions are important, don't get me wrong. I'm somebody who yeah. does those for a living. But I mean... The, the hanging out with people and bouncing things off and saying, oh, this happened to me, what do you think? Or what would you yes. try in my shoes? Like, that's the vital part of convention work. So I get that. That's oh, yeah. pretty normal. And that's my favorite part of going to Show Choir Camps of America is just, uh, you know. Do you the, do Illinois or Ohio where you are? I've done both. Oh, you have? I'm, okay. I'm, yes, I'm by uh SCA. You're by Campbell? Um, by campus. By campus? <laughs> by campus. I, that by was campus. I was, I couldn't. <laughs> connect the dots i'm by campus uh yeah i've gone to ohio for years and years and years yeah. since i started teaching and then um just uh my son does uh competitive dance and so the last Ooh. time that so not this what well, that wasn't this summer it was right. the summer before when um was the last live sca so i went to illinois because that was when it worked for him and he just got into middle school um, so it was his first year at SCA and I got to go to Illinois with him oh, and he fun. did the, you know, the little baby group and it was yes. the cutest thing ever. So I, I did the Illinois camp and it was so wonderful. Yeah. And I'd always done Ohio and I love, 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 love Ohio, but I went to Illinois and had a blast and everyone there was wonderful. And I was like, this is the same, you know, feeling of community that I got at Ohio. And I didn't know if I was going to be feeling yeah. that, but it was, it was wonderful. Well, and it's different and I had, people. So that's the thing. You're meeting people. all different people. Oh, yeah. And different people from all over, you know, they come yeah. from different regions um, a little differently. So mm-hmm. it was nice to meet so many different people. But then there's also people there that you know already from oh, the yeah. other camps. That some people do both every year and mm-hmm. um, or some years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyhow, that, I, I'm terrible at the professional mm-hmm. uh, organization side of things, mm-hmm. ACDA and ICDA. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I should participate in them <laughs> more. And Jen, I don't. I'm just going to let you know I don't because... I feel like I get most of what I need through other means. Well, you're definitely fired. No, obviously it's fine. I mean, like as long <laughs> as you're getting what you need, I think that that's, I mean, that's the goal of any yeah. professional organization, but you do have yeah. them and they do exist. So if I were a brand yes. new teacher teaching in Indiana, those are resources that I could look up. They do exist, yeah. but well, yeah. And in Indiana, there's um, Indiana state school music association, which okay. is um, its own thing. It's kind of like, mm, do they host IHSAA your events, for maybe? Yeah, so they run, uh, yeah, they do a lot of music events for all music um, and a lot of competitions and um, things like that. And Mm -hmm. I think one of the biggest things for uh, choral music in Indiana that has made it so strong Mm -hmm. is um, the fact that we have a concert choir state finals and we have uh, a body that, you know... uh, controls that and i know there's a lot of always you know like oh concert choir competition you know concert choir shouldn't be about competition i totally see that side of things however we've been in indiana had the state finals yeah or concert choir for years and years and years mm-hmm. and i think i honestly think that that is what has elevated the level of yes. concert choir music in indiana schools above anything because i think it just sets a really high level of achievement that you you know is you want to get there and you want to do well yeah. They, oh, uh, yeah. So it's it's mm-hmm. it's sixteen choirs that they take in, and then they the top half are ranked. So oh, very eight. cool. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I have to look at that because that's fascinating to me. Because I I love competition. I'm not somebody who yeah. thinks it doesn't have a place in there. Obviously, 
there's a time healthy competition yes Yes, and also we don't need all the whole year to be about that but you know that is really cool that's really interesting i'm surprised texas doesn't have that if i'm being honest because we just really love competing and really love choral music so (laughs) right yes maybe someday that will start for us ours is like the all-state process is really the like Mm. competitive concert choir thing of it because they it starts with Oh my gosh, I'm gonna get the numbers wrong. But then that's competitive to get into, right? And then once you're in it, it's just communal. You yes, know? It's like, and it's and an it's experience. an incredible experience. And they and whittle it down from like fifteen. No, I'm the number is I'm gonna do it wrong. It's an absurd number of kids. It's like fifty thousand kids start the process. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's band too. I don't think that's just choir. But then it gets whittled down. Like choir wise, there's only like seven hundred kids basically that end up in the three different choirs that we offer. So, it's right. I mean it is competitive. But then you still get the musical experience that isn't competitive once you're there. So it's kind of the well, and then and then everyone also gets to view it and yes. participate in it in mm-hmm. that way, which is amazing as mm-hmm. well. And like you know when I go listen to when I look for a YouTube of something, yeah. that's a, an arrangement that I'm looking at. I, if there's a Texas yep. Allstate version, that's the one I'm listening to. That's the one you use. Yes, that's they are the one you use. unbelievably incredible. I just, it's it's a very cool thing about the state. It's a very intense thing about the state. Um, sometimes it's a little much, but at the same time, as you said, the outcome is always just, it's stunning. It's just stunning work. You rarely hear a recording from our Allstate that is like, well, that didn't turn out the way we thought. No, they're, these are incredible, incredible works and incredible musicians. Um, I have with Indiana too, you guys have, uh, do you have any sort of like state show choir stuff? I know some states have like a state, all state show choir. Do you guys have that? There is a state competition run by ISMA. Got it. And, and uh, yeah, sometimes we go to that. Sometimes we don't. Oh yeah. there. That's... It's, it's one of the things where like some of the bigger, many of the bigger programs in Indiana don't mm-hmm. always participate in mm-hmm. it. Um, and some, some do and mm-hmm. some don't. And mm-hmm. we're current. We're currently in the don't boat, right? And that makes sense because also that's a great a, a time for those smaller schools to be able to compete and do something like oh, that. Oh yeah, you know. And so yes, that's, yeah. And it's a it's a wonderful experience. For exactly. Those. Okay, we have hit the time has come. Are you ready for the five questions everyone gets asked? This would be the part where, if you're at the gym working out, everyone, you have hit the forty five minute marker on your yes. treadmill. This is, <laughs> I'm so terrified because this is normally when I have I've I'm I get I'm off the treadmill and leaving the gym. That and cracked me up when you said that. I was like, "Yep, I get that. I have podcasts like that. I listen to um, Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard all the time. Which, if you've never heard that, mm. one, it's a great podcast. But Monica Padman, his co-host, does this fact check at the end where like she listens lists everything that he said that was wrong and like says the right thing about it. I never get to the fact check because it happens like at the marker when I'm like, "Well, I'm done with my walk," and then I get home and then like that's the end. <laughs> I never hear that part of the podcast. All right. We're going to start with the first question is an easy one. Favorite form of entertainment. So this is like, do you like to listen to music, watch movies, watch TV, exercise? Like, what do you do when you're not working? What's your favorite form of entertainment? I mean, well, I, I would say the form of entertainment that I love the most and that I'm missing the most right now is just live entertainment period, Mm -hmm. but live theater, um, one of my favorite things that we do is um, uh, uh, the Indianapolis Symphony Orchestra does a Yuletide celebration, which is this amazing holiday show that they put on. And um, every year I get to do push through my whole first semester and put up our huge holiday show and I'm exhausted and ready to be on, you know, winter break. And then I get to go see this thing. And it's yes. just like, I 
love it. It's amazing. And it's like just fantastic. Our symphony and all the performers. And I have That's some so friends that are in there. I get to see them. And it's so amazing and so wonderful. And I had nothing to do with it. I just yes. get to sit back and enjoy it. And I love that. And I, I, we need I miss that. that. Yeah, I'm craving that a lot, as I'm sure everyone else is. I, that's a good answer, though. I nobody said it quite like that, but yeah, just live entertainment in general for sure. Mm-hmm. That's that's the first yeah. thing I'm gonna do when we're able. La- to do those Sorry, things. let me clarify that live entertainment that I had nothing to do with there, is yeah. my favorite thing to <laughs> enjoy because you can just sit back and enjoy it. <laughs> and you know, I love the live entertainment that I have a hand in, but um, it's, it's different. Uh, it's different. It's yeah. you know, it's. You do enjoy it, but usually after the fact, when you think back on it and you go, hey, that was all right. Right, because in the moment, you're having a full breakdown. Like You're never in the moment. You're <laughs> never in the moment. And I like being in the moment at a live performance. That is a great way to put that. You're never in the moment in that. Well, okay, sort of along those lines then. What is your favorite show choir show you've ever seen? So you can't have had uh, anything to do with it. Um, I loved uh, Los Alamitos uh, magic show that where they had those like twin guys yes um and I'm trying to think of what year it was i don't even know what year that was i will I look it up for y'all show. i will put the link as i always do i below. think i saw them live in i don't know i might have even judged that year but i loved that show i thought that that was i'm a pretty just... big california geek so i'm with mm-hmm. you on that one anytime like yeah they're yeah i saw burbank um prodigal their mm. uh, 2012 show live and in person yeah. i was there in california for it and I just did it change your life? No, it literally did. Like I just, (laughs) (laughs) I was not the same director teacher after seeing that. I was like, wow, okay, what can we do differently with all the choices I've been making that you know make somebody (laughs) feel like that? (laughs) Ah, it made you question everything in a good way, though. In a good way, it was just kind of a notion of all right, what could we add? And it wasn't about like you know. I think a lot of times when people talk about California groups, they're talking about like the lighting and then of course they have pro bands and so like it sounds a little bit different on that level and mm-hmm. all of the set pieces and things like that yes that's cool but it for me it was just more of the storytelling element that was like wow this was really powerful and like what could we do that changed that so yes yeah. it really did change my life. <laughs> but i love that answer los alamitos any i love so much of what they've done in the past too so i'm gonna pop that in the link for us now here's the follow-up which is the favorite show you've ever been a part of so either as a director or even when you were in high school, like what's your favorite? Um, oh gosh. Well, I love them all. And I, of course I love every class of students that I've ever <laughs> yes, had. We um, all say that as a disclaimer. Yes. One, you know, one really magical year for me was, it was our flood show. And I think that was 2000, I don't know, eight, nine, ten somewhere around. There. I was going to say I, 10, I'm but terrible that may not be with accurate. years. I could be totally, I could be in the wrong decade altogether. I don't even know. It's from 1997, um, guys. I can't, I have to ask my husband what year everything was because he knows it. Uh, like, he's like, oh, our opener that year was this, and we were wearing that costume, and this is, he has all the facts in his head. What does and, he do for a living? Uh, not music. He is not. That's what I was assuming music, you were going to say. He, he is, yeah, he is the director of operations at a uh, mental health division of one say, of our hospitals. Say no more. Here. Director of operations, definitely yes. not a music person, but like, good for him for no. remembering all of that. But together, we make one whole show choir director. 
<laughs> you know, so like his brain stores all the long term yes. memory, and mine is living in the moment, teaching those kids um, as it should be, yeah. and as you need to be doing. As, um, yeah, it takes more than one brain. Well, I will um, look up the year for you, but um, I don't know if I've seen that one. I'm trying to think of, and I've never gotten to see you guys in person because I'm never competing over there. Somebody needs to yeah. hire me to come judge over there because I really, really want to come see a bunch of Indian. Hey, we'll, we'll bring bring you in once uh, once the, the world you know once gets put the back world together. Is back to normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that was the, that. that year was it was for me really important because it was kind of just a really awesome group of seniors that yes. were just fantastic and then it also just kind of taught me what our abilities really were mm-hmm. and I kind of discovered that like oh there's so many things that we can do and this is the level that I can push things to that I didn't really know before and it kind of gave me that year kind of put me on a direction for the next several years yeah. after of, this is this is how we need to yeah. be doing this one things. of those turning point years where oh, yeah. i think that yeah we all have those and i love i love when those moments happen and those kids end up being again as we said not that all of our kids aren't special to us and that we don't love all of them but those years really stick out those kids usually stick out for you too when when you have a year like that you know yeah I think that show might have even been 2012. I don't even know. We'll we'll have to go. Don't you worry. Check the tapes. I got someone, you. Someone, I'm sure someone knows. I will, I will find the answer. Don't worry. Um, find it out. The um, next question, fourth question for you is, and this works great because you were in Counterpoints. Can you name your senior show? Can you tell us what songs you did your senior year in show choir? Yes, I probably can. Uh, our, so two, 2001... <laughs> was the year I graduated from okay. high school. Uh, so it was Carry On by Martha Wash. Okay. Um, and our second number was... Uh, uh, our ba- oh, Hang on, I'm going to jump around. Our ballad was uh, uh, from Lion King. Uh, like this. Hung, hung, hung. When, uh, na, 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 na. Oh, Endless Night, Endless Night. Yes, 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 um, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we did this uh, happy number as our closer. I of did course. some solo. Uh, the best thing you could ever do is put your first year choir kid who has had no experience dancing in some taps. <laughs> And that's that. what I was like, that's me. bold, really bold. Yeah. So we did this tap number 42nd Street yep. as our closer. And then there was a, some trio leading up to that that I got. I don't know how I got to be a part of that, but I got to do that. Look um, at you. And wearing, you know, wearing a gold bowler hat. Obviously. And gold sequin pants. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was a, and taps. Put me in some taps. I am super hopeful there's a video of this, and I will find it if there is, and it's going to go yes. in the link here. But that's amazing i love that there are other parts of that show that i have completely skipped over <laughs> blocked out of your memory very important and i don't remember what they were i can only remember one song from my senior year so you're doing way better i oh. mean like i have okay. other years okay. i remember better than my senior years but and some people didn't do show choir so at least you have a senior year to remember i love that sometimes i don't know what i'm doing this year though jen i sometimes i'm like wait what is our show and i have to be reminded of it if i if i didn't do it yesterday i don't know i literally i can remember times standing in the back with the band going okay and we're rehearsing and i'm like i don't how does this song start i don't remember and the drummer will be like i do four clicks and you're like okay 
do that. And then the band starts, you're like, right, this song. Okay. That's the song. <laughs> yes. Oh, I've done that a million times where you're like, yeah, here we go. Five, six, seven, seven eight. eight. And, and then start the... dancing and you're like, one, two, <laughs> that's the tempo. Just kidding. Or the Just opposite kidding. where you counted in like five, six, seven, and the drum is like, you're like, oh, right, we're right. It's that one. Okay. Yeah. All of the times. Thank God I don't direct our show choir band anymore. That's. I didn't do that once I was in Mitchell. They had somebody who did that, which was the first time I've ever had that opportunity to have someone else doing it. And it was hard the first year. I felt like I didn't know what to do with myself because I was so used to like having to do something during the show. Um, you feel like you have something you can control. Yes, that's exactly what but it when is. But when you're back, you don't. But right. you actually get to see what's happening. Exactly. And I was like, by the time I left Mitchell, I was like, oh, this is the only way I ever want to do this, is having someone else to do that for me. My, my uh, way of dealing with that is I go to the soundboard and feel mm-hmm. like I could control something there, which you still really can't. <laughs> you just I mean, annoy whatever person is standing there. You'd be like, turn on the microphone now. Yes. Now. You just now. <laughs> drive that poor professional sound engineer crazy. <laughs> And that's that's what I do. I always try to bring them a snack or something because I know I'm going to be a nightmare. So well, you, you know. try and make best friends, but exactly. you never you never think they like you when you leave. <laughs> exactly. And then it then it turns out that it was probably just fine. But yeah, there's plenty of those moments where they're glaring at you like, "Lady, yes. why are you here?" <laughs> or like, <laughs> or like you reach to touch it, then you're like, mm, "Can I just touch that?" And they're like, "No." Yes. No. no this is you my can't board. Touch that. And then yeah. occasionally you'll get the one that isn't a professional as someone's dad and they don't really know what they're doing. And so you yes. really want to touch the soundboard, but mm-hmm. it doesn't happen as much anymore. But when I was first teaching, I felt like, who is this dude? I can <laughs> <laughs> circles around this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The last question is, here we go. Most okay. embarrassing stage moment. Performer oh, or director, gosh. whatever. It doesn't matter, but. Oh, I've had so many as a director. Why did you ask any of my students? I've embarrassed myself (laughs) on a daily basis. I don't have any, I can't think of any good ones as a teacher, though. Um, But as a performer, Mm -hmm. one of my most embarrassing numbers was when I was in, or embarrassing moments was when I was in singing Hoosiers. Uh And we were doing our, I think it was our spring concert, I believe. Okay. Um, So we're on stage at the IU Auditorium, which is an absolutely enormous stage and, you know, big. Uh, singing Hoosiers is a hundred some members and um, I'm in the uh, dancing group that dances kind of in at the on the floor in mm-hmm. front of the huge hundred plus member choir right um, and uh, so you dance some numbers you don't you pull back into the other group uh, it comes uh, up time for this next number to start and I walk forward to my spot and stand next to this girl who I think is my partner and she goes I'm not your partner for this number. And I go, oh. And so I walk over to the girl next to her, and I'm like, here's my partner. And she's like, nope, not me. And I walked, bounced from partner to partner, girl to girl, across that IU Auditorium stage, just bouncing around, absolutely lost. And the whole time, our director, Dr. Michael Schwarzkopf, is just looking at me like, what is this idiot doing? And I have no idea where I'm supposed to be to start this next number. Nor do I even remember what the next number is. I just know that I'm on it and I need to get out there. And once that music kicks in, I'll know what to do. I could not find my spot to save my life. I bounced around and finally someone grabbed me and put me in the right spot. Oh my gosh. 
Yeah, you know, it was wonderful. It was a great experience. <laughs> it was I use that as a teaching for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, I use that as a teaching moment with my kids where I, I tell them that story and I'm like, "Listen, you got to know what's coming up and know where you are in the show and don't miss your entrance." Because you could end up with the wrong partner seven times otherwise. Yes. Cuz you could look like an idiot in front of a bunch of people just like I did. Uh, mine is a costume change debacle, so I love to use that with my students too where I'm like, "Listen, mm. this is what happened to me because we just didn't practice it enough." So, that's why uh, we're practicing this change as many times, you know, You got to pull from your own experiences, right? Or they just don't believe you, right? Um, Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for spending time with me and then spending time waiting on me today. That was really... (laughs) Oh, no. It's okay. We were... We don't under... I don't understand how time zones work because I grew up in Indiana and we weren't on daylight savings time. And you don't. And now we are. And now I I still just never... I've never learned it because I... I didn't learn it as a kid. Well, that makes me feel a lot um, better, and I'm glad we were yeah. able to do this anyway, even though we were in completely different time zones from each other. <laughs> hey, 